0: blog talk radio so how'd you do do you want to be free or maybe a better question is are you willing to be free are you ready to be free well just tell the truth tell the truth the way you feel it in your heart and in your soul tell the truth the way you would want to hear the truth and don't Blame anyone for anything except your share of the responsibility. Acknowledge your part and your pain, but give thanks for it all. Share your vision for yourself with someone else because you really have grown in stamina and in wisdom. And don't make excuses for what you could not and did not do. Be clear. It is not loving, ask someone to do something you know they cannot do. Just know that you can always be loved because that's the truth about you. In the meantime, be blessed.
1: To Lardy Miscardi and Company on BTR. I am your host, Lardy Miscardi, and I'm coming at you live from Las Vegas, Nevada, with a public announcement addressing the state of American families. Yes, it is election time, and it's time to sign the, uh, the petition for reform and save families. And to consider, we are considering a new president for our country. 2016, and no doubt we are going to have a new president. So, for the reasons of this announcement during this election time up until 2016, is to bring awareness about a petition that needs to be signed to protect decent, disadvantaged, non-custodial parent obligors. We need to address This Deadbeat Parent Punishment Act that Bill Clinton, our former president, signed into existence in 1996. Now, I created this petition because I am first a concerned citizen and also because I was on the other side of the tracks paying child support and I had other kids I had to take care of too. And I am a radio host calling out to the public to sign this petition after you hear the facts. Now, the message is clear. To have dialogue about the Deadbeat Parent Punishment Act, first, let's address first the public, we the people. And I ask this question to we the people. Should the Deadbeat Parent Punishment Act of 1996 be revisited, revised, and reformed to define the difference between a decent parent obligor and a deadbeat parent obligor. Demarcated to help decent, disadvantaged parent obligors going to jail simply because they're broke, and I can put me in there because. We broke, yes. And if you agree with this statement, please go to the website, and you can use my Facebook page, where you can go in on Facebook under Wendy W. Clardy, and click the post and sign the petition. And I want to say thank you if you agree with this statement that I'm asking, that I am addressing first to read the people in the public, all right? And let me go back over that to make sure that you get to my Facebook. You can go to facebook.com forward slash W clarity and go in there and click on any one of those petitions that's from the same website you're going to go up on and you can read anything up there uh, that I have pasted up there as a part of information, and understanding of why I have asked. And there's a letter also to the congressional leaders. And now that we're on that subject, let's go to the uh, congressional leaders, okay? Now, after uh, uh, asking that question, let's go over here and look at this one. Okay, to this particular Uh, set of people that I want to talk to, which is the congressional leaders that may hear this announcement, please consider and revisit the Deadbeat Parent Punishment Act of 1996 to revise, reform, and define the difference between a deadbeat parent obligor and a decent parent obligor to consider exceptions that lead to intervention and prevention measures to help decent, disadvantaged, non-custodial parents obligor to safety All right? And when the economy fails, too, uh, to help keep working parents with jobs to pay their child support obligations. We need that because if the economy fails, then that means parents are without work, especially those that are that have uh, support obligations to do. The, so the other is to provide a way to stop excessive jail sentencing as first choice punishment for those that have real reality situations. No one is listening. There is no compassion and no one seems to care. It has always been the fiber of this country that family mattered. What happened? This Deadbeat Parent Punishment Act was designed to never allow non-custodial parent obligors to recover from debt or from the punishment thereof, even if the economy is the blame. There is no crime to being legitimately broke. This act violates the Constitution under cruel and unusual punishment and involuntary servitude. The contract for child support business, man, you know, for child support business was devised by the lawyers and or by the legislative officials. And it violates the abolished law called the Debtors' Prisons of 1869. You can even look at it on Wikipedia, because I did. Now people say don't go on the Wikipedia, you know, because they they have some some uh, messed up information on there, and you don't want to go on there. But I have did more research than that, and to find that it is. Uh, a real um, issue And it needs to be looked at Even with the 1850 uh, Abolished law On a prisons, prison And nothing we've seen Has changed except the name Called the Beat Parent Punishment Act That's the only thing that has changed And I feel that this act Has given permission For child support agencies And its representatives To make decisions that only lead magistrates in family court to decide the fate of decent non-custodial parent obligors as grounds to never have a voice or a fair trial without a jury. Please consider doing an audit report in these types of agencies so everyone does not fall under this act as a deadbeat parent. Please consider to reform the Debt parent punishment act, and if you want to know reasons, well, who is she to be sitting over here, you know, telling us, you know, what's going on? Well, uh, what 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 gives her the the thought that she has, you know, worked to stand up for the cause? And I do. What made me stand up for the cause was that I'm a testimony to the issue. As a decent, non-custodial parent obligor, and I have been on the other side of the track to see partial, you know, decisions that magistrates make when enforcing child support obligations. I have a story to tell, and you can find that story if you are interested to know. You can cut and paste the links I provided on this episode in the description of the show, and Go on to the site and read all information and the petitions there. And if you believe there is a need for this act to be reformed, okay, which we call it the Deadbeat Parent Punishment Act, please sign the petition so we may present your voices with ours when we go to make a stand to hold our elected officials accountable, and even our next president, whoever that may be, to revisit and reform this deadbeat Parent Punishment Act. And with that to say, I think I've said all that I needed to say, and, you know, I can even go further in some instances, but I think you have the gist of what's being said here, and I just want you to know that I care about what's going on. I do have a story to tell, but I'm not going to tell it on here. Y'all are going to have to go on to the petition because I wrote up the petition so that you will be able to see my story. My story is a factual story uh, to show that I have been through some of the uh, unkind decisions that have been made by a magistrate, and also uh, just basically I wasn't being heard. I didn't get a chance to be heard. And if you find out who should have really been uh, paying child support and who should have really been going to jail, uh, you know, you'd have to find out those things, okay? But I paid the price to be one to stand, and I feel that my voice matters, and I'm asking for all of your voices to matter, too. Because at the end of the day, if you don't do something about this stuff we're talking about, then none of this stuff will get, you know, dealt with. And then who is the blame? It's we as the people because we have that power. And if we don't stand up, we are allowing others that we have helped to uh, elect into these offices run them up. And I'm not... Saying names, because there is no point of saying names. But there is no room for excuses. You know, there are people, families, children, men, women that are being killed in this certain in this situation, and it's just time to make a stand. I am seeing it, and as a radio personality, and I'm always constantly researching something and also being a part of organizations, being, you know, as a listening ear close to the ground, listening to the heartbeat of the people. It is, uh, if it touches me, it should touch, you know, some of the officials as well. So we're here, you know, to ask you to go on to, no, let me take that back. I am here to ask you to go on to the site, go on to the Facebook page, and you can go in by this name, Facebook dot com forward slash W and right there you should see all of the petitions right there on my page. Click which one that fits your fancy and sign the petition. I'm looking to raise 2,000 signatures for this cause, uh, and we do need to have dialogue about this. And we need to put out this awareness for the people. And I appreciate you listening to what I have to say. And if there's anybody out there that is listening to this program and uh, wants to come in and have something to say, you are welcome to do so. And with that to say, before I do that, I'm going on a small break and I will be right
0: back. Okay? Okay. Life is like a big merry-go-round, you're up and then down, going in circles trying to get to where you are.
1: Everybody's been counting you out,
2: but where
0: are?
1: All right, and I am back, and you are listening to Lardy, Miss Clardy, and company on BTR, and of course, I am Lardy, Miss Clardy, and I'm here discussing about it is election time, and we are ready to put the shout out about a petition that is out to help decent disadvantaged non-custodial parent obligors, you know, from the peril of what's going on in this day and time, and we need for our public officials to open up their ears and be receptive to go back and look at that Deadbeat Parent Punishment Act of 1996, open it up, look at it, revise it, and define it so that uh, there can be some measures put in place, some intervention and prevention measures that be put in place for these decent disadvantaged non-custodial parent obligors. You can call in at the number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684 if you have any comments or, or concerns or, you know, just to say, you know, I'm doing a good job, whatever choice that you want to make, but That's the telephone number, 34684, and I have a caller, and I'm getting ready to call out the number 614 with the last four digits of 9394. You are on the air. How are you doing, and welcome to the uh, State of American Families (laughs) on election time of
2: this year. How are you doing, caller? I'm doing great. And I'm awful glad that somebody is finally talking about this. I Absolutely. cannot believe. I cannot believe that we have a system in place that it's a no-win situation. If you, if if you're unemployed and you have debt. And you're not getting any money. How can you pay your debts
1: That's and right.
2: and child support thing? An incarcerated man certainly can pay no debts. So it makes no sense to me to lock a person up because they cannot pay their child support. I thought I that thought we that. had. I thought we had abolished uh, debtors. The debtor's prison, prisons, a long time
1: ago. Well, it has been to a degree. It's just that uh, I don't think that they thought that anybody would have, you know, uh, enough, you know, enough thought to go and dig to find out if there was a law before this law came into or this act came into existence that there had to be, you know, from history another law that dealt with stuff like this on a more barbaric, I think, um, you know, uh, uh, stance. Uh, That's the way I look at it because when I saw the uh, the law that they had of that time, uh, definitely I was uh, amazed because people were being put in jail for contractual uh, debt that they had to pay, and if they didn't have the money, um, that law was designed to discourage people for, you know, going into contractual uh, 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 loans, getting contracts to have money or whatever their debt was on dealing with contracts. It was to diffuse them from, you know, wanting to be a part of that if they could not pay. So, but what I do see is that on this particular uh new the new debtor uh what we call the debtor prison is is that they have made the contract where you can't even get out of it. And you have to suffer the punishment and you can't get out of that either because that stays with you for the rest of your life. So, well. Uh, to me, I mean, I hope I'm saying that right. I mean, I can always go and take and do a read-up, a small read-up with you, but uh, I think that a person should read for themselves on it about the uh, the debtors Prison uh, Law of 1869, uh, preferably go to 18, six, 1850, 1850. And you can find that information, and you'll see that it's really no different than what it is now. The only thing that they really took out of that is to allow child support to be the the debt that you will never be able to get out of. And if there's a punishment due on it, you can't recover from that because once you get it, go into prison, then you come out with a label, and then you really can't get a job. And there's a lot of uh, employment that are out there that are not hiring felonies, you know, or uh or or parents that are considered deadbeat parents because they couldn't pay their debt. Really which really then makes it really a ridiculous, redundant uh situation or where there's where where at this point it has caused, you know, danger to families now uh, in the right core of it where they're killing children and women because men don't have a way to, to pay. Um, and, 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 and it's a realistic thing going on here, but the, is the judges listening to that? Is the magistrates listening to that? What do you think?
2: I think they're not listening or, uh, uh if they're listening, they're not caring. Um, because, like I said, every situation is different. there's no question about that and mm-hmm. even even once once something is set in place, like I said, nothing is a guarantee because at any time that the the economical situation changes your life could change as well without <laughs> in, in any any uh uh thing that you can do about that so um like I said, it just seems to me that the whole system is set up to destroy instead of trying to help build. Uh, it, it's going the opposite direction of what it should be working for. Which mm-hmm. is, you know, but, there,
1: you know, but there is also, let's look at it from this point of view. This economy is based up off of uh, off of a money a money thing, um, and and it was not meant to well economy is supposed to mean the opposite that you're supposed to be able to save or to or to you know or to be able to have an economy where you can live properly, but the economy in this day and time doesn't. Doesn't support that. It's supporting, uh, you know, uh, you know, you get yours and I get mine. And when the economy fall, uh, uh, whoever ain't got it, oh well, you know. And those are the ones that have to deal with this with a major plumage of, you know, their lives and livelihoods and going to jail and different things because there is a contract that has been devised by. Either the lawyers or the legislative uh, officials uh, that 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 devise this contract for child support business, where there is no way out, and they have not provided an exception. And so that's why it is imperative that people need to uh, become aware of this and have a voice and begin to stand up and not be afraid. I mean, you know, I know that there are other things that can happen because when you got kids and you got a job and different things of that sort, you know you can be a part of the uh, a part of the the hit man as I would call it being hit for opening up your mouth that's <laughs> <laughs> <Well,
2: laughs> true that's true, but it you know just, it shouldn't be that way either, you know but it is. uh. That the 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 saying is, the, the saying is, ignorance of the law is no excuse. So I should not be being punished because I happen to go do some research and find out what the law is, and then try to stand and up for to myself and, and try I to I free yourself. Out of, of and try to
1: free yourself out of rooms with no doors and windows, 'cause that's what it be right. here. And right. you know,
2: um, and then I'm gonna know, get punished for that too.
1: And you gotta look at, and you gotta look at it like this too. You know, say like those people that you know have been put in jail and they have, you know, labels that on them. Let's talk about all of you know the non custodial parent obligors that are out there that have suffered to go to jail. You know, they can't even go to school to help pay their child support on the loans that you get to uh pay your child support because they got a label and they can't go to school. I mean, wish that was something that I did. I I killed two birds with one stone. I had I I learned what I needed to learn and to come out and apply what I've learned and also to pay my child support while I had three other children that I had to take care of. And so um if, I, I don't know about this day and time, but I know that when it happened to me, uh, I guess, you know, a way was made for me where I could uh, uh, pay the child support and not have to suffer going to jail because of no uh, income or no job. I had to go to you know?
2: well, I Well, would, I, would, I would say for all those that have not been touched by this, To think twice about having children. That's right. And uh, realize that when you do uh, make that mistake or make that decision that you're ready to have children, that you are very stable in what you're doing, so that you're going to be able to pay your child support, unless. Some of these laws are revamped, revisited, and revamped. Uh, the generation of today is just a lost generation. They, 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 they will all be tagged as as uh, uh, deadbeats, and uh, they won't be able to find their way out of this hole. The the That's cycle awesome. just the cycle will just keep repeating itself. Because that's what is done already, yep, and so
1: with that, you just heard what Ms D said on, the, and I concur if you're going to have kids be ready to pay child support if you're not ready for children, put a hat on it, and women close your legs until you're ready. with that to say, I am Marty Miss Clatys coming with a public announcement with the state of American families. Sign the petition. Go and sign the petition. Uh, thank you for your time and have a good day.
0: So, how'd you do? Do you want to be free? Or maybe a better question is are you willing to be free? Are you ready to be free? Well, just tell the truth. Tell the truth the way you Feel it in your heart and in your soul. Tell the truth the way you would want to hear the truth. And don't blame anyone for anything except your share of the responsibility. Acknowledge your part and your pain, but give thanks for it all. Share your vision for yourself with someone else because you really have grown in stamina and in wisdom. And don't make excuses for what you could not and did not do. Be clear, it is not loving to ask someone to do something you know they cannot do. Just know that you can always be loved because that's the truth about you. In the meantime, be blessed.